0: Yo, oh, what's going on? It's your boy, big wavy boy, boy Johnson here. This is the professional, Nathan Cruz. Yo, this is my like read. Hi, this is Tom Thor. This is Becky. This is the
1: Asian sensation, Kanji.
0: This is the nightmare fuel has Malone. This is Joe Rage, the heavyweight classic. This is my dog, Dockery. This
1: is Tonga. I'm the
0: breaker, Carl Kingsley. This is the infamous
1: Cameron Solis, and you're listening to... And you're listening to... You're listening to...
0: Broken... The glorious, broken
1: but glorious to broken
0: but glorious podcast
1: because, like me, you are head
0: to toe a pro. Hello, and welcome to Brit Rest Journeys on Wrestling.com. I'm Chris Lafford. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the Lancashire Wrestling Federation champion, Carl Clinch. How are you doing this evening, Carl? I'm not doing too bad, my friend. Not doing too bad. Yeah, huge thanks for joining this evening. Having a good day. Uh, yeah, been a good day. Thank you. <laughs> You've had like a Quite a cool return to the ring since post-lockdown. You've had two successful title defences against your brother-in-law, um, Reynaldo. Um, LWF described the victories as t- um, treacherous. <laughs> Can you <laughs> let, the sto- let the listeners know a bit about the story of the feud so far? So.
1: Okay, so um, Reynaldo and I uh, go back all, all the way to, God, it must be about 2007 uh, yes. when, when we were both at Future Shock um you know t- teamed up worked together for years um and then uh sort of when you know for, for various reasons we, we sort of wound down our time at future at future shock a little bit um and then i started seeing his uh his sister uh rosa uh who we we later got married uh so ray became my my, my brother-in-law um and then when we sort of um when lws started up and i got involved with sort of I had a school and things like that. Mm. Um, I invited Ray uh, uh, along. I, I knew he wasn't, you know, sort of particularly happy with, with how his sort of running wrestling has sort of come to an end. And specifically, mm-hmm. sort of since he became a, a dad, yes. um, I, I knew he, he, you know, he'd want there to be a time when his, his, his little lad could come and see him wrestle and stuff like that. Oh, amazing! Yeah. So, um, and and you know, you know, despite what what goes on in the ring with me and Ray, you, you know, the guy. I've always known he's he's super talented. The fans love him. So it was always going to be an asset to bring in Um, anyway. um, So he got a bit of a a second run at his career, just like I did. Um, And then that accumulated sort of just before um, lockdown um, at our Lancashire Riot event, which is, um, for those who don't know, kind of like a, a royal rumble um mm-hmm. sort of thing but the the last two compete in a, a one fall to a finish sort of thing yeah uh, and he won which granted him number one contendership and and obviously then it was meant to be the april of that year of what would have been 2019 i guess uh and then covid happened or 2020 sorry was it i forget i get mixed <laughs> up with the years 2020 yeah. <laughs> <And> then, uh, <laughs> then with covid and things like that obviously that got put off for for an entire year um, we finally got our match in um, uh, just a few months back um, at um, our Svanaganza event. Yeah, it was in about July. Uh, and that, you know, possibly didn't end the way he, he was expecting it to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, and yeah, he may or may not have got hit in the head with a steel chair. Um, and I, regardless, retains my, my title against him. So So, yeah. Things have got a little acrimonious since then, I suppose, I would say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's when you started the Lancashire Wrecking
1: Crew. The the Lancashire Wrecking Crew, yeah. So, um, yeah, the Lancashire Wrecking Crew is is me, uh, Davy Getsky and Chris Stone, uh, the two of my sort of longest standing uh, students uh, Mm -hmm. uh, at the uh, LWF Academy. Um, And the the two guys that, you know... (laughs) the The styles are very different. Uh, Chris is yeah. a, a big sort of brawler guy. Davey Getzky, very, very sort of technical, um, a lot quicker, quite aggressive sort of uh, a guy. Um, but the, the the skills and the skill set very much complement each other. Uh, and the two guys I've always wanted to to do something with, to work with, uh, and mm-hmm. to try and you know have the you know. Their sort of talents added to sort of my I guess experience and and in the industry and how long I've been doing it I felt it'd be a nice sort of three man group to go forward so yeah, yeah um, very very excited indeed to to bring those two boys in uh, and and Dave you know I'm, I'm friends with both of them but um, Dave now lives up in this area as well um we we spend a lot of time together We're, we go to the gym all the time together and stuff like that so it, it's it was very much something we wanted to do bring it together as a group and and fact that we got the opportunity to do it at the lwf
0: oh, amazing and then uh, so the, the next show is on saturday and is it a yeah. six-man tag for the championship I uh, it's not for no no uh, i was, no, not, I was quite got... i wasn't quite sure how, how it yeah, works. yeah. Um, So, the the show on Saturday,
1: um, uh, Honor and Glory, is uh, a a six-man tag between uh, the Lancashire Wrecking Crew, me, me, Chris and, and Dave, uh, against Reynaldo, Nick Cutter, and um, uh, Bob Coston. Um, yes. Now, the uh, there is no belt on the line. There's a lot of pride on the line. I think, um, um, and I think a lot of it is sort of to do with uh, Ray and 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 Bob, who we've had some altercations with as well, wanting to to get his hands on us more than sort of any sort of specific title uh, opportunity uh, and things like that. Um, I think there'd be an argument, though, um, that, you know, certainly maybe in Ray's head that if, if they won that match, we would maybe get another title shot. Um, yes. I don't know, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I saw today that the online tickets are sold out, but there will be limited tickets on the door if anybody would like to go along. I put the information in the description below the interview. Lovely stuff.
1: Yeah, that is the case. The online tickets are sold out. Um, We've, to be fair not sort of too, 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 too to our own horn every single show we've, we've had since we've come back has sold out uh, prior to the night so if people yeah, do uh, it yeah. is kind of sort of we can reserve seats on a sort of first, first come first served basis so if, mm-hmm. if you do want to come to that I would really recommend you just get in touch with the page uh, and let us know because we can reserve you some seats but it might be too late if you just turn up on
0: the night basically yeah cool yeah I spoke to Steve at um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling and you will so pleased with the Turnout for the show. The return yeah. show. So.
1: Yeah, it is a good. It's a, it's a, for, for a town that didn't really have sort of any wrestling uh, mm. until we've come along. That they they are a really good wrestling crowd. Um, yeah, the last two shows they've been they've been so loud, so supportive, and vocal to, to everyone. And it's yeah, they're they're a great great crowd. We're very grateful for the uh, the LWF fans. It must be said.
0: It uh, looks like a great company. It's got to be. On Power, is it Powerful TV? I can't remember which one.
1: Uh, it is on Powerful yeah, TV, yeah. yeah so uh,
0: we've got a few of our uh, events from pre-lockdown on
1: there. We've got a um, uh, Slammoganza event, uh, and I believe that um, uh, Summer Smash, uh, the show uh, before this one on Saturday, um, will be up before this time next week. So hopefully oh, that will be as well. So, yeah, very, very good to do business with them as well. Gives us a wider sort of audience. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, it's good be I, I subscribe to it. It's great. It's good to see what, you know, other companies where there's been shows that I can't get to and stuff like that and get to see yes. what they do and stuff like that. So I, I think it's a, a great service, personally, and well worth the money.
0: it's brilliant. So As I said, I'll put, I'll put information in the description below the cool. interview. This is Synergy Super Athlete Troy Ryan, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Let's go, let's go right back to the beginning. So who was your favourite wrestler growing up? My
1: favourite wrestler growing up, um, sort of went in stages. I think so. When when yeah. I was um, when I was a kid, it it, it was around the sort of um, you know Hulk Hogan days of wrestling and stuff like that. Um, sort of showing my age there. But I think um I got into it when I was about eight, which would have been about 1992 or something like that. Yeah, uh, same but, year
0: I got into it. Oh, I got I kind of started getting into it about Surviv- I want to say we got Sky around Survivor Series ninety one. So.
1: Yeah, it was about so, the same time because I, I remember weirdly because they didn't have the same sort of channels. I think the, the the sort of wrestling events ended up being on Sky Movies or something like that. I yes, remember. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I, was, I was allowed to stay up and watch WrestleMania on Sky Movies. <laughs> oh, brilliant! WrestleMania yeah,
1: WrestleMania. Yeah, so, so <laughs> you're from the same era then? So, um, you know, like like all kids of that of that sort of generation, it, yeah. You know, we we all loved Hogan and stuff like that. But I remember it was specifically um, Randy Savage that really yes. sort of got my attention. Yes, uh, my favorite I, as well. Uh, and I really, uh, I really liked uh, Shawn Michaels uh, as well. You know, even though I could appreciate he was the bad guy, you, you, you know, I always remembered him because not so long after that, um, sort of when it maybe it was about ten, eleven, twelve sort of time, I, I, I didn't, I didn't watch wrestling until I was like a, sort of in my late teens again. But mm-hmm. I always remembered like um, S- uh, Savage, Hogan, uh, and, and and Shawn Michaels. So I think specifically michaels and, and and savage would have been my favorite around that time and then when i sort of got back into it um that was around the time do you remember when it started getting shown on channel four
0: yes that was when I got I, got, I, got, I got I kind of missed the attitude era because i once i turned like 16 and started going out drinking and stuff yeah exactly it, was, it wasn't exactly. really cool to watch wrestling even though that was like the greatest period of the wrestling apparently. so so, so. <laughs> so
1: i did end up missing a lot of it you, you get it you is exactly exactly the same as me um like um um, my wife Rosa has all these memories of stuff that happened in the Attitude Era that I just didn't ever see until I sort of saw them, you know later um Mm. but I got back into it about the time of the of the Royal Rumble 2000 you know the one that was on Channel 4 um all the ad breaks and stuff (laughs) Um, and and since then it's been you know regular I've always watched it um ever since um and so I'm not too long after that. A couple of years after that, I suppose. So, like Shawn Michaels came back then he and, yes. and had that amazing comeback. So that was always a big thing. Uh, I think again, maybe to to maybe a slightly lesser degree, Chris Jericho was someone I really liked when I sort of got back into it as well. And then when I got to uni, um, I started uh, sort of discovering more sort of indie wrestling. Uh, as well, uh, and, and people who are, you know, massive stars now, but would have been mm-hmm. considered indie wrestlers back then. And the the massive one, and I'm sure this is the same for for most most uh, wrestlers on the <laughs> is CM Punk. Uh, yeah, and then AJ Styles as well. Um, but Punk specifically, I remember because I just thought this this just looked like a like a normal sort of size guy. He's not he's not larger than life. He's not you know he's athletic, but he's not massive. He can, he doesn't do a billion flips. He, he's just no a guy who mm-hmm. wrestles really well, uh, and the crowd. You know, react to him. He, he's without doing very much, sp- sort of specifically. The, the guy was like a, a star, and, and it was very much punk. Who maybe, when so I saw him, I thought that's a smaller dude doing wrestling for a living. There must yeah. be a way of sort of doing that. And I would say he's my—he was probably my biggest influence that made me think. You know, it's not out of the realms of possibility that a, 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 you know a person who's not built like Hulk Hogan or something could actually yes, go and, and become a wrestler. So yeah, so uh, I think from different sort of generations of it, it, it would have been uh Shawn Michaels and Randy Savage, and then people like uh, sort of later era Shawn Michaels and maybe Chris Jericho, and then onto people like um CM Punk after that. So it's sort of got in stages of
0: sort of who matters. Yeah, very similar. growing up, it was Macho Man was my favourite. Jake the Snake was my favourite as well. Oh, yeah.
1: Jake the Snake, I didn't forget to mention him. Yeah, Jake the Snake <laughs> was a good
0: one. Yeah, but when I got back into it in 2001, it was yeah. Rob Van Dam was my favourite. Uh, yeah. yeah, Van, Van,
1: yeah, Van Dam was good as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did I did like Rob Van Dam. I don't think it's t- to like the same extent that I liked uh, some of the others. I think cause I never really... I sort of missed all this sort of ECW stuff. Yeah, I, same. I, so so, I it's all well. WWE.
0: Yes. Yeah, I got back into it because I heard the invasion was happening, so I was like, "Ooh, mm. I have to get this pay per view." <laughs> that's just uh, That's it. Uh, no, no, Yeah, I moved, I moved out, couldn't afford Sky, so I stopped watching it again for a couple of years, and then yeah, got back into it again. 2006, I heard ECW was starting again, so I was like, "Okay, <laughs>
1: give
0: that a watch." <laughs> give that a watch. <laughs> same Bunker was on it a couple of months later, so it kept, yeah. kept me going. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> So, what prompted you to do the thing out the ring yourself? So, um,
1: so um, after I uh, sort of finished uni, it would have been about two thousand and five, two thousand and six, I think. Uh, um, I was, I, I, you know, I'll be honest, I didn't really know what I wanted to to do um, uh, and things like that. And then, um, I think it was in Power Slam magazine, I want to say, uh, if you remember that. I don't think it's yes. published anymore, uh, but I remember there was an advert in, in there for a a week long sort of wrestling. Uh, camp with um nwa uk which was based down in in kent um and you you know the, you see you see the 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 name nwa you 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 straight away think well wow, that's that's prestigious that's something that yes you know so um i actually went down there with my brother the first time um to a this week long training camp um and that was in ashford uh, which is a place in kent uh and it was um under a guy uh called uh, um i don't believe I, what's his name now it was andre something i forgot his surname um but he was this really old school um guy who would tie people in knots and stuff like that yes. uh, and uh paul tracy was the other uh trainer and they had um a very young uh zach sabre junior as well um down there at the time as well sort of assisting with the coaching um so it was really hard going, and. Um, very little actual ring time. Uh, there was a lot of, of <laughs> bumping on jigsaw mats and and sort of learning to flip bump on, onto these sort of jigsaw mats that offer no sort of protection. Um, as a wrestling coach myself now, it, it's something that I think looking back on was ridiculous, and I'd never ask a, like a new student to do. But you know it, it was it was good i stuck at it because of it and, and i think sort of certainly early on in my career the sort of things the sort of technical stuff that these guys were teaching us the, the sort of old school british fashion of wrestling that they were teaching us yeah. gave me a bit of a sort of one-up when i started sort of training in more local places um so i probably did those camps for a couple of years um and there were a lot of people um, on that, that that sort of went on to really good things a um, 14 year old Mark Andrews for example was oh, wow. the first one um, with like a skinny, a skinny little guy with long blonde hair and stuff like that. <laughs> um, uh, but even, oh God, even then you could tell how good he was going to be um, the stuff like the flips and stuff he could do even at 14 were, was just insane yes. um, and he was like despite everyone being like that much older than him and stuff like that he was so, so like charismatic and everyone loved him and he joined in with everything and stuff so yeah, I think it was no surprise he, he made it um, another one there's uh, Andy Wilde who's based up in Scotland these days he's done a few bits on NXT UK as well he runs his own school um, as well yeah. I think up in Fife uh, he was there and there were a bunch of Irish guys who were training under, uh, under Finn Balor as well who were Probably, up there at the time I think there's always discussions that he was going to come down and do some stuff um, but yeah, I don't think it ever occurred to my memory unfortunately but yeah it was, it was good it was a good bunch of guys um but yeah god it was hard work i remember coming yes. back and that was literally covered literally covered in bruises and, and my insides hurt i remember <laughs> <But> <laughs> i don't think i've necessarily felt since since uh, in wrestling but yeah that was the start for me uh um, yeah
0: I, I've, I've heard if you can survive your first training session and you want to go back then it's for you but i've, he- I've heard people just go they've gone, done, done one training session hurt so much they just couldn't do it every." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Exactly. And and the thing was it was it was five days of like nine to five traded, so I had no time to recover. Um so yeah, such hard work. But um I'm very glad I did it because I think if I if I hadn't, um then I, I don't think I would have probably sort of continued on with it or, oh, wow. yeah. but for more local schools. And and that's what I did, you know. Um I started searching for local wrestling schools and things like that. Um and then I did find one that was really close to where I live. Um but that was (laughs) um that was i'm going to say less than sort of reputable the the first (laughs) um um so with that one um it was literally down the road from where i lived in uh, just outside of wigan Mm -hmm. um and it was a school called the npwa uh, i think it was the nitro pro wrestling alliance (laughs) now um, as R- rumor actually has it that 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 school was the one that sort of started off all of the sort of promotions in in um in the sort of area in, in the northwest. I think, uh, GPW, um, yes. in Wigan were uh, a sort of a bunch of guys who realised that, that they weren't learning anything or doing anything proper with that school and went off and did their own thing and become massive. It's
0: like Johnny Brannigan's school.
1: Yeah, Branigan, yeah. yeah. So I think he was originally involved in training there and they may have had people like, uh, I think they had people like Joey Hayes and, and, and stuff like that as well down at that time. But they all realised that the, these guys didn't actually sort of know what they were doing. It didn't take me all that long to, to realise that as well, to be honest. And I think Future yeah. Shock sort of maybe en- ended up sort of being an alternative to them as well. Um so I was with them for a little while, um, wrestling under the uh, uh, the, the uh, my first wrestling name. Of I was, was going
0: <laughs> to uh, the name Johnny Rage kept come up in my.
1: Yeah, that, I, think, I think Johnny Rage is what I wanted to go by, oh, right. okay. the most <laughs> generic sounding wrestling name ever, um, but then I, I actually ended up um, uh, going sort of like with the full punk gimmick and and was uh, jo- uh, Johnny Vodka, like a proper sort of like <laughs> 70s era that's uh, like nasty punk guy, um, which I had loads of fun doing, um, yeah. but... Um, I then went to. Uh, I, I basically just decided. You know, I, I, I'm not. This is this is a joke. All, all people are they're they just no not learning anything. All of the shows are just about these these like these guys who were tr- technically trained. I'm doing air quotes. You can't see us. <laughs> see, <what training> us. <laughs> um, and me and, and a few others had just sort of had enough of it, and, and we said, you know what, this might be convenient. It's around the corner. Yeah, we're being on shows, um, but we're not going to do anything doing this we're, we're working in front of 16 people or something let's just let's just cut our losses go somewhere else so that's when we went to future shock um and was training there and i knew that the consequence of doing that would be basically starting over starting afresh yeah. and having to wear my way back on shows so um but that was the price i was willing to pay and, and obviously the training there was far far superior um and that's Basically, where I stayed then for for the majority of my, uh, my the first part of my career, shall we say, until my well, sort of semi retirement and coming back with the LWF uh, a few years later. I
0: was going to say you, you spent time with like the like Grand, Grand Prix Wrestling and Future yeah. Shock. You won where you won the tag team titles. So why did you decide to take that break? Um, so Future Shock
1: then um, I think was a, is a very different place than what Future Shock is now. Um, yes. I think back at, at, at the time um, there was. <coughs> I don't really know how to sort of put I'm, I'm not, it. I'm not trying to downplay anyone here or anything like that, but I think it wasn't really taken into account that, that uh, you know, as a grown adult, you had mm-hmm. your own responsibilities and things like that. And both me and, and Ray, Reynaldo, had uh, discovered that, you know, if we couldn't make it to training each and every week um, at a certain time, then there was less opportunities for us. Mm-hmm. But other people who, uh, you know, maybe that rule didn't apply to them so much. And what we both discovered as well was that when our respective tag teams broke up, there was literal. We were afforded no blow off or anything like that. It was just, just right. That's it. Now that's over. So you might do the odd eight man tag once in a while. And and the truth is, I think both of us just became a little bit jaded with it. Mm. Um, and I I I'd started um, uh, seeing Rosa around about sort of the time my future shot career was sort of coming to an end. Um, and I think. Yeah, I think I just sort of realized there's other things in life apart from wrestling as well. Um, yeah, I'd got a little bit sort of fed up with with my position on it um, at that time. Um, and, I, you know, I had other things going on with my life as well. I was working, um, it, you know, uh, starting my sort of career in what I do, you know, full-time now. Uh, and, you know, I had requirements to be working late and stuff like that. So it was harder to train. Um, and I just sort of moved away from it, I guess, a little bit. And I didn't think that I'd miss it. And I didn't for a long time as well. And what I will say as well is that back then, I think I felt that I was hard done by. I, I felt mm-hmm. that I was getting overlooked and, and, and I shouldn't have been. Um, but as I've sort of matured a bit, I think it was probably a bit of a two-way street. I, I probably could have been doing more at that time to to be training more and to be um, working out more and, and getting on these shows through, real you know, perseverance and, and making myself that position yeah. rather than thinking, I've been doing this eight years at this point. I should be granted these, this place on a show. Uh, which i think maybe there was a little bit of that at the time um but regardless you know it it, had come to an end at that point i didn't necessarily think i was i was interested in coming back um as such you know i had moments where i thought i kind of wish i was still doing this um but for maybe three years or so i just i'd never it never crossed my mind that i was ever going to sort of come back it was just something i'd done once upon a time um Mm -hmm. and now and now um, you know, it's not something I'm interested in anymore. But then, uh, then that changed when when uh, when LWF came about.
0: Yeah, so oh, I'm trying to remember my interview with Steve Bibby. He he started the school and he approached you to be a coach. Yeah, you, was it just to be coached or wasn't it like Do you want to come in as a wrestler as well? Is it just so basically? This this is such a bizarre
1: story. So hmm. um, he, I, I'm guessing it might be if you've if you've discovered. Bloody Johnny Rage and stuff like that. But, but okay. are you familiar with uh, with that website, um, Cage Match, where it just yes. lists, like, yeah. So I don't know who maintains that. I don't know how they get this information, but all of my wrestling stuff is on there. And he'd literally just typed in wrestlers in like Wigan or Chorley or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. and my name, probably through sheer alphabetical order, came up and he contacted me. Um, and I remember I was waiting for a tram at the time and I saw this message come up and I was like, what why why on earth how has this happened <laughs> um so i had a little bit of a chat with him uh, and i explained i said look i said i am probably capable of teaching people the very basics i've uh, you know i've been away from it i'm not going to lie to you i'm probably a bit rusty in some areas um but i will need to think about it so i've been away a long time i'm not sure that this is something that's for me um, necessarily I-, I need to have a bit of a think Um, and I spoke to Ray, I spoke to my wife, uh, and I spoke to a few people, you know, who were still about in the industry and I was still friends with. Um, and basically, the advice was it can't hurt you to go and just see what he's got going on down there. Um, uh, so I did. I I went, I went, I went down to Chorley. Um, I, I said I'll do one training session and we'll take it from there. Um, so, um, when I went down, um, straight away, you know, they didn't have the best ring and stuff like that at the time. The the, the actual room was was fairly small and not not really ideal. Um, uh, We've got a lot better since. But what I did see straight away was um, Steve's sort of enthusiasm for it um, and and his desire to make it better. Now, I always take the mick out of him a a little bit. Um, The LWF itself and and certainly with with him come from almost a sort of backyard background, uh, which I've always tried to sort of downplay a lot. Um, but what he wanted to do was to erase that, um, have trained wrestlers learning the, the you know, the, the the work and and run it as a business, which he very much does. Um, and if it wasn't for his sort of enthusiasm and his, willing to le- his willingness to learn and things like that, I, I probably wouldn't have was, would have stuck to it. But but because of that. I thought, this is someone who's really passionate about it. Um, this is someone who wants to do things the right way. They don't just want to put on a wrestling promotion because they'll think it'll be fun. They want to literally run one as a business and do things correctly. I thought, this is mm-hmm. someone that maybe I can help. Uh, I, um, we've worked really well together since. Now, that first training session, you know, we just went over the very basics, reversals to headlocks and wrist locks and stuff like that. But... As soon as I started teaching the, these people, I just fell back in love with it. As again, and that sounds massively cliche, I know, but mm-hmm. it's it's true. I, I just thought, yeah. God, this is this is exactly what I want to be doing. Now, at first, uh, to answer the sort of earlier thing you said about uh, coming back as a wrestler, my initial thoughts were, I I just I'll be happy just teaching people. I, I don't need to be back in the ring. I don't need to be wrestling again. Um, but you know, when you start doing little training matches with them and working with these people, you start to think. Uh, you know maybe. maybe you know i might do one match <laughs> yeah. to see how it goes um, and then it, yeah it, it's it's just spiraled I i ended up being on shows um each time and i think the initial idea was it, it, with me and with ray and with a couple of others with a little bit more sort of experience we we could sort of set the groundwork for the next generation of, of young wrestlers to come through. Um, yeah. And that is still very much, you know, the plan. Um, I, I have had that belt for a while. I am I am the champion. I'm feuding with Ray at the moment. But, you know, there will come a time, and, and not so far from now, I think that, you know, people like us will step back. Uh, and the, the younger guys who have been learning all this time and, and training, you know their time. Their, then it'll be their turn to do that, and, and me and me and Ray and people like that will take a step back. Uh, and that's always been the plan.
0: Um, and um, yeah, so yeah. In, it, in, it, an, in, an, in an ideal world, you probably, probably have Cutter you on Saturday as he won the cup, and then Cutter Nick Cutter. Yes. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it is guys, it is guys like Nick Cutter, you know, um, that and I've, I've actually worked at a, a title match with him before now. Um, guys yeah. like him, guys like Davey Getsky, um, and you know, the guys that we, we sort of, um, sort of almost share with, with future shock. So, you, you know, you, you've got your, your, your Troy Ryans and your Keenan's and people like that who are fantastic, like beyond fantastic, way better than I could have ever hoped to be that early on in my career. Um, uh, who
0: are uh, oh, monsters as well Troy Ryan
1: and God, Troy, uh, Troy, 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 Troy Ryan is the nicest man I've ever met in wrestling. Yes. And he could legitimately yeah. snap anyone he wanted in <laughs> half if he wanted to, uh, but he's, he's just the most nice down to earth guy. But yeah, mm. it, you know, it ultimately, they will be the, the guys who represent the company, uh, you know, in, in sort of years to come, uh, you know, every effort will be made to sort of portray them like that as well, because, you know, w- whilst it might help having you know more knowledgeable or established people in the early stages, we're going we're now we've been going a little while now we're moving past that and you know yeah. whilst whilst Clitch the wrestler has, has, has no no intentions of of dropping the belt anytime soon, you know one day it will happen and I think it, you know the people we've trained that's they've got to be the one to step up then and and sort of show show the, the wrestling world what we're what we're about and what they can do uh, and we will always give them that opportunity
0: definitely. I don't know if you can talk about this, but were there any matches or storylines in 2020 you're particularly looking forward to that couldn't happen because of COVID? Okay, so
1: um, all of this stuff that I'm doing with Ray, that was meant to happen yeah. dur- during COVID. Um, um, and obviously that's just been sort of put back a year. Um, there were longer term plans as well. Um, um, and some plans um, did have to change. Um I don't really want to go into to sort of too no. much d- detail of that because it, it, it initially it did involve sort of people that were named in in, in speaking out and things like that. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's you know I, I don't think it's worth giving p- those people any any sort of their time at all. But um, certain plans did change, um, but the the initial storyline and, and and what was going to ha- happen has been relatively similar, just maybe replacing certain individuals. And um, so. I can't really go into too much detail about no. you know, sort of storylines <laughs> that would have happened because they're, they're actually probably still going to happen just in the future now. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, basically all of last year would have been the, the storyline that you are see now. It's just a year later on.
0: Is that why you haven't like? Shouldn't usually have monthly shows? Is is it monthly shows just to catch up on the storyline and then you're eventually going to go back to um, bi-monthly, quarterly?
1: Or so, so yeah, yeah. Able? Yeah, I mean, initially we were doing bi by bi- by bi- monthly, and we were we were sort of mm-hmm. quite happy doing that. Um, we did want to try and do a bit of catching up, so we did say, "Let's see how it goes with monthly shows." But I think one of the benefits that we've had is that we've split our shows between the Army Reserve Centre in Shirley and the Bookshore Community Centre in it was just yes. time, Shirley in Bookshore. Um, But each show, as they've been completely sort of selling out, and the crowd have been. Loving it and, and, and hot for the stuff that's happening. I, I, I suspect that unless things change, we will probably continue to do monthly shows uh, split oh, between it's... the two venues. So,
0: sort of give give the people <laughs> what they want, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I'm ge- I'm guessing having this time off of the 18 months off of COVID, you had time to like, rest your body and get rid of all them niggling injuries and kind of work on what had, has worked and hasn't worked well over the last couple of years. So, you're not going to make any tweaks to your character or to your moveset style? I've I've
1: definitely made made uh, t- made tweaks to to, to my character because I'm no yeah. one of this sort of, uh, yeah. fa- yeah. fan favorite uh, Carl Clench. Um, um, I've never really had like a, a sort of sort of you know f- fast paced or flippy or standard sort of baby face style. I've just always wrestled as as me. Um, it's mainly sort of selling in character work and, and sort of get, you know gaining the crowd's sympathy and stuff like that. So my style's not specifically changed. Um. I've just tried to spend a lot more time in the gym and, and stuff like that. And I, I sort of alluded to it earlier, you know, in the first part of my career, I maybe neglected that quite a bit. But, um, you know, wrestling since that time, um, there's so many more opportunities. It's such a different world. It's no longer, uh, you know, uh, just a bunch of people who are in, in, in particularly great shape wrestling in shorts and t-shirts and stuff these are now professional athletes at sort of every level yes. of of wrestling um so I, the I, age of some of
0: the guys i can't believe how old they yeah. are like something 17 18 19 how oh, good so you got to be when you're like 22 23 24
1: so. well that that's the thing great. you know we've we've got young young people wrestling in in, in the academy and, and you know young people who are, who are on shows i mean you've only got to look at a you know your young guns, your your, your Tom Fellwells and and people like that. And they're in, they're great I believe, I,
0: yeah, in. I interviewed Tom last year, and I couldn't believe mm-hmm. you're seventeen when I interviewed him. I was like, "What? I thought you were like 22. how good you are when I've seen you live, I assumed you're like 22, 23. Was <laughs> that? It's
1: it's, it's honestly <sighs> it's ridiculous. I remember there was one there was one show, uh, and it was Tom Fellwell, Dynamite Lee, and I can't remember the other person. <laughs> nice another, another yeah, <laughs> another younger guy. And they were sat there talking to me about wrestling. And then one of them just, again, happened to sort of just mention, like, their age. I think I think Tom was, like, 17 at the time. And I was like, this is this is just depressing. I am literally old enough to be all of your dads without it even being, like, <laughs> really <laughs> old. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is just odd. But, but you know, um, a lot of these guys would have been literally primary school children or, or younger when I started wrestling. And now they're, like, fantastic professional wrestlers. It's... It's crazy, but like I say, it's a world apart from what it used to be. Um, and it's because I think it is because of these opportunities that are available to people that people take it that much more seriously. Um, so the only real difference with, with me is that I have spent a lot more time in the gym than, than I used to. It's something I've, I've become probably semi addicted to um so i'm quite a bit heavier than i used to be a bit more bulked out and things like that and that does i suppose have a bit of an impact on your your wrestling um but mm-hmm. yeah i think it was it's important you know to sort of lead by example in that point if i'm the, the the sort of head trainer at the school then i've got to be seen putting the hours in at the gym as well uh, and like i say it's it's dave who is my, my gym buddy you know david gets we, we we train together several times a week and stuff like that and and both of us are seeing the improvements for doing it um so that's been the main difference that happened over over lockdown i think it, um you know it's just my sort of my, my strength and my conditioning has improved because i spent even more time at the gym than i was previously um but yeah actual ring style i don't think has changed anything majorly
0: really so so going forward are you you've got to be like exclusive to lwb f or <laughs> oh, you got to branch out and, uh, yeah, uh, you know,
1: I, i'm always i'm always up. happy to branch out and i will be looking at it uh, to do so um uh, you 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 know you may you may well see us in other places sooner than you think um but um what's i'm not one of those who, who would want to take um, a wrestling booking at the expense of one of my my, my students so mm-hmm. ideally they would they would get it first i'm still happy to work anywhere that, that wants me There's probably less of a market for, um, uh, you know, a a 37-year-old than, than, you know, your your younger guys who maybe got uh, more years worth to offer. But uh, it's not necessarily an exclusive thing, but I am grateful for any wrestling that I am doing, um, especially when I thought, you know, it was all over a few years ago. So even if it is just LWF, I'm I'm grateful for it. I love
0: doing it. And, and, you know, if anyone else
1: does want me, then you know where I am.
0: <laughs> so you've, you've defended your title against like Jerry Hayes and Sticks. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a wish list of opponents you'd like to face before you eventually um, lose it there, to one of the guys?
1: Yeah, I think I think one person. Uh, well, it's just, there's there's two people I'd I'd really like to to, to have a chance to defend it against. Um, one is uh, is Dan Evans. Um, like yes. that, that's someone I've no, I've known through through wrestling for years, but again. After I sort of left, he's he's just become like an absolute brute of a yeah, guy, yeah. And, and you know a, yeah. a legitimate he, he, guy he champion.
0: Until, until Sunday, he's the champion of my local promotion, yeah. Wrestle Island. Yeah, Ireland. he was. He, he was. yeah. Banks. <laughs> yeah, been a <laughs> um, great champion. It's,
1: yeah, so so that's always been someone I've been I've been uh, I would love to wrestle. Um, I could see. Um, I
0: can see that being a great match. Yeah,
1: I love it. I would honestly love that. And another another one is uh, Sami Durson as well. Um, absolutely. Yes first-rate wrestler and again he was sort of coming in as i was coming out and it, it there's the, just the sort of difference in in what he's become as well is he's just it is is insane um joey was always my my go-to one joey was always the first one that i wanted to have a, like a big name defense against mm-hmm. so i'm, I'm really yeah. grateful for having that um and and then you know there's 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 other guys um out there who are you know, sort of start, sort of become come to prominence in my break, I suppose. So you've got your guys like your, you know, your your, your JJ Webbs, your Big Guns, Joe's, your, your Chris Ridgeway's, mm-hmm. people oh, like that, guessed. um, uh, who you know weren't really known before my in the first part of my career, but are now we're uh, doing it amazingly. So yeah, any any of them, you know, I'm, I may or may not get to, <laughs> to wrestle something for the title <laughs> at some point. I don't know. It depends how long I hold it. But no, uh, they, that would be. Th- those sort of guys would be a wish list for me, I think, at this stage.
0: Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, you versus Big Gun Joe could be. <laughs> Especially if you. I don't, I don't know who, who I'd prefer. Because I prefer Joe as a heel. So yeah. I'd have you to face. Yeah, well, um, I, I can do it. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Keenan, and you are listening to BBG Wrestling Podcast. <laughs>
0: Alright, so if you're a for a day, promoting an event, so using wrestlers you've either worked with, trained with, wrestlers are associated to you in some way, mm-hmm. if I give you a match type, will you tell me who you put in that match? Let's do it. And as it's your card, you can have every match be intergender, every match be triple threats, fail four ways, multiple person, you can throw a stipulation on things if you want. Okay. <laughs> so it's your card. <laughs> Alright, so, <coughs> who have been your opening contests to get the crowd excited? So my my
1: opening contest, uh, I've gone for a a four-way match on this one because I think... it will be something that would really get the the crowd into it. And it's for you and yeah. really talented guys. Um, so um, two I, I've gone with straight away that I think would be on lots of people's. Uh, one is Keenan, um, yes. he would definitely be on there. Um, he's, he is so, so good. Uh, and thankfully he's getting, I think the opportunities that he he, he deserves as well, Um he's, he's, you know, he's good progress. Real, he's
0: a really stuff. nice guy as well. Oh, yeah, it. he is, he's ace. Uh, I mean, um, synergy, they said they just sort of, so ride his coattails cuz he's so good <laughs> they just gonna ride his coattails and get to the top he Obviously, is how, he's, how good he's
1: he is. super <laughs> talented and he's he's going to be someone who's 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 massive and he doesn't need me to say that he, That is just that's just the case he's the guy's fantastic and he's going to make it um and then another one in that one w- um which i think would be on a lot of people's list would be tom felwell um not worked with tom for a while he was on some of our earlier lwf shows we'd love to have him back again for him um and he's again a young very very talented guy um who i think would be uh, fantastic in that in that opening match as well
0: um but the other two are a bit Tom's more wild. My, well, Tom's one of my six. Most of my year favourites. I think. He's, Is it? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if, like, where we see, he see, He sees himself in a muzzle so because I oh, He just loves Tom. When we, when we went to see um, he was uh, at Enniction about six weeks ago. Mm. It was him versus Alexanderson for the Enniction Championship, and he'll so into every fall. Oh, uh, because Tom, Tom beat him on the the, the show before to, yeah. to get the title shot. Oh, such oh. a good match. Oh,
1: well, there you go then. Yeah, so, yeah. so two good picks straight away, right? I've done alright so far. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, the other two, though, were probably a bit more uh, wildcard ones. So, these are guys that um, uh, sort of work on our shows and that we uh, and we train with. And I personally think. Um, if they're not right at this moment, they're as good as, good as those who have mentioned. They're, they're right on the cusp of being. Uh, so one is, um, is Lachlan Sharp. He works on both F- Shock and Elder yeah. I've trained with both of them. Um, um, yeah, again, there's not so much to say over that that he's insanely talented. Um,
0: somebody uh, I really want to see live. I've not seen them live yet. I've seen them on YouTube, and I'm really impressed with what I've seen so far. But uh, well, I guess, somebody yeah, I really yeah, want to see.
1: Yeah, well, in terms of cheap plugs, get yourself down to uh, to LWF Honor and Glory because he is on our show on, on Saturday. Um, and the other one is uh, is uh, Tony Rock. Now, he's uh, the uh, lead singer of the LWF resident 80s band um, Shining Wizards. Um, mm-hmm. And again, he's someone who um, I don't think yet has had a chance to show himself on a, on a bigger scale. But he is, he, like I say, if he's not as good as, as your Keenan's and your Tom Fellwells, he is, right on the cusp of being and and the guy Definitely. yeah he's 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 so much fun to to be around and talk to um as someone i love having on our shows and, and training with me so he's the other one so keenan lachlan sharp tom Fellwell, tony rock in a four-way to oh yeah that'll be
0: that'll be a great, great
1: <laughs> 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 about a, a comedy match okay so this this one i sort of struggled with a bit um so um there was one person I knew had to be in this match, and it's not necessarily because he is funny. It's just because he's mm-hmm. the absolute best sort of straight man. And in comedy double mm-hmm. acts, there's a there's a funny guy and a straight guy. That's how it works. Yes. And yeah. the, uh, the So the first person I put in this match was actually uh, Jack Roberts from Synergy, the most oh, yes. <laughs> straightforward man you will ever meet. But his comedy timing is actually fantastic he reacts to, to funny things happening around him so well um so he was straight in now yeah, i yeah. struggled because i know a bunch of really funny wrestlers um one is um is uh mel price who's just absolutely hilarious in, in how she sort of comes across and reacts to things happening uh to her mm-hmm. but again uh, that she's more sort of reactive to other people so even though he is a current main eventer at our promotion and uh, my biggest rival he also just happens to be just about the funniest guy i know so i would put Reynaldo in against jack roberts oh, he's that's so- interesting. well yeah. he's got so many shenanigans with the football gimmick with you know var yellow cards and stuff like that that he, yeah. he you know i've seen <laughs> him get the referee involved with and stuff like that And um, and again you know I, like kids just love him uh, and all of that sort of thing I think would add to a really funny match and I just keep getting visions of Jack Roberts blowing his top because he's been showing he a yellow card <laughs> and stuff like that so that, that was my choice for the comedy match right Aldo oh, versus uh, Jack Roberts of synergy
0: Yeah, uh, it was the first time I saw Mel Price live it was on on Sunday at Wrestle Island and she, she was a lot of fun Oh, she hates, she hates Mel I love Mel and then sure women's title match
1: okay so um this this one um i've just uh, what i've decided with this again mel was uh, someone i really would would have considered putting in because she has been around an awful long time great character uh and a, and a really good friend as well so i did want to put her in but again i didn't so sorry mel that i've left you out oh. <laughs> what i've actually gone with here is the um the free sort of um lwf um girls that are that are sort of on our show on a regular basis and all three of them um train both at the lwf academy and at future shock with with sam bailey um yes. so they've got a lot of chemistry they're very good friends they've gone back years and they're all really good so with the women's title match i have gone with uh, helena razer uh, from shining yes. wizard uh katie uh, hawkins uh formerly known as katie cassidy and um uh um kelly van ness who um has recently started um working on our shows and i think she was just up in uh on uh, at prize in her uh, is it hereford i think she was at hereford as well like, over the weekend mm-hmm. as well um now um all three of those girls probably not as well known as your standards i think a lot of people would straight away say you know oh, we'll have alexis falcon in uh, the and stuff like that and rightly so because the awesome very very talented indeed but i wanted to do something a bit different with that i wanted to yeah. have that as the sort of the future of women's wrestling in, in, within lwf and again in a couple of years time all three of them women will will be will be household names on the circuit definitely yeah definitely um, yeah. kelly kelly is probably the best babyface i've known um helena is just fantastic at, at basically every aspect of it in character and sort of promoting herself uh and, and kate as well um very similar she can do both uh, heel and face um exceptionally talented wrestler um works a bit more of a power game than the other two as well um and just such a nice person as well so yeah uh, kelly van ness helena razor uh katie hawkins Oh, amazing!
0: <laughs> How about uh, a mid card title, so it's like your, your workhorse title match. Okay,
1: this is really weird that you're listing this in the order that I've ended up writing my notes down. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so again, um, I've I've taken the liberty of going down the LWF route on this, and um, when I alluded to before that you know we've got guys sort of bubbling under the surface, ready to be the main eventers. If we had a mid card title match, it would definitely be between these two guys. Uh, so it's once your wrecking crew member, Davey Getski. Uh against uh yes. Nip Cutter. Uh, and I, yes. I honestly I saw them do a training match a couple of weeks ago and I just wish I'd recorded that to show the world because it was so good. Um that is um yeah, that's my mid-card title match and future main event match, I think, right there. Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> That'll be a great <laughs> uh a hardcore extreme rules stipulation. Yep. You, you've done it again.
1: I've hardcore's the next one I've written down. So <laughs> um the Hardcore match, again, um, I struggled a bit, but I do uh, I do know that um, Dan Evans has done uh, a few deathmatch situations. Things. So straight away, I thought Dan can go in there. Um, and Dan will go against the other um, Lancashire Wrecking Crew member, Big Chris Stone, um, big bruiser yes. of a dude, um, has had a uh, no-disqualifications match with me before, um, has had another Uh, uh, I think it was either no disqualification or table watch or something like that before that so he's got some experience he's a big chunk of a guy he can batter people but I think that would be a good hard hitting match um, especially with Dan's background in death matches and stuff like that
0: yeah
1: (laughs) that'd be fun tag team title match Okay, uh, this was the easiest one for me. Um, the two best tag team. I know, again, I know a lot of people that say the Young Guns, they're ace, but I've never worked on a show with them yet. So, straight away, this was no, no, a no brainer for me. Uh, the models, Danny Hope and Joey Hayes versus Sylvie, yes. Chris Anderson yes. and uh, Anderson Daniel, sorry, and uh, Troy Ryan that's uh, oh, that that, that that um if that match hasn't happened yet it needs to um but that that straight away that when you gave me that the, the sort of idea of putting a fantasy card together I struggle with everything except that one that's the type
0: of that's, that's the type that was the one match i think i knew who, who you got to pick as well <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, th- I think uh danny hope and joey hayes are like modern day legends which we we won't know we won't miss until they're gone with their think yeah i think be- you're right
1: um you know you know I, I tend not to sort of talk about my uh about my tag team career and stuff like that too much but it was working with them too that that made if i'm any sort of decent wrestler now it's because of working with them too for you know a couple of years um <laughs> consecutively so no th- those two just I, I think just two of the absolute best that's been on the british circuit by a long way and synergy right now they're just the best tag team in my for my money so that's that's the match I would definitely want to see
0: yeah and and Synergy are so good that the, the brilliance being heels they could be complete, complete arseholes but then they're the best baby faces I've seen as well I Just this,
1: this is the thing with Synergy you can't help but love them even if you want to boo them you've got to end up cheering them so they just I think organically turn into baby faces in any promotion yeah. that they're at but no, that that was a no-brainer for me. Synergy in the models. Are like yes. in fact, I'm going to get on to Steve maybe I'm about booking that match at some point. So. That would be
0: amazing. Yeah. <laughs> then your main event.
1: All right. The main the main event, and this is the one that I properly properly struggled with. So I am actually just going to yeah. uh, can I cheat on this one a little bit?
0: So well, uh, yeah. Do everything. <laughs> so sure, basically, with,
1: with this one, I, I think a main event of just um, take between four and six of the beast promotions in the northwest take all of their champions and pit them against each other that is what yeah. I, that I, like a best a, be, a a best in lancashire or best in the northwest um like for some massive belt or trophy or something um whether i'm the champion or not at that point it doesn't matter but i would like to see the lwf belt defended against like the future shot belt the gpw one, odysseys when they get it uh you know things like that just Good promotions with great fan bases, and, and you know certainly with like GPW and, and Future Shock, fantastic history. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I'd want to say So whoever's champion or the top guy in all of those promotions uh, against each other. So whether that's me or whether that's Ray or whether that's someone else representing the LWF or whether that's you know DDL or Sam Bailey or or anyone like that from Future Shock. Um, uh, the alternative one, if you're not accepting that as an answer, I, I, I would... That's I an answer uh,
0: to me. That would be amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we can't accept that as an answer, let's do the head coach of um, the LWF Academy versus the head coach of uh, the Future Shock Academy, or like me or Sam, against each other, something like that. Oh, oh that would be fun. It would be fun. I don't think I've ever actually worked against Sam Bailey. You know, I, I've worked with him loads of times, but I don't think ever mm. against. And um, Like I say... Uh, we sort for so the most part we, we seem to be sharing our students. You know, they come and train with him, they come and train with me. Um it, it would it would be nice to, to sort of have something with him at, at, at some point, even if that was just uh you know to say thank you for the like the cooperation. Um because I've known the previous person who trained in Manchester a Lot had no intention of sharing um and no. things like that. But now there's great cooperation and things like that, so maybe we can acknowledge that in some way. So either a best in the northwest match or or, or me versus Sam as LWF versus Shock, something like that.
0: Oh, amazing, <laughs> that'd be a great card I'd really love to watch. That <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I have some
1: stress doing that, man. I really I was like oh, all matches.
0: Yeah, so people in the past have just went, oh, um, I'll open it with a battle royal with all these people I can't can't fit on the rest of the card. um, One person, I can't remember who it was. His comedy match was a a game of musical chairs (laughs) with all the guys he couldn't fit on the card. If only I
1: could
0: be that creative. Yeah, so. um, do you want to promote the show this weekend again and then promote any social media you have before we go? <laughs>
1: yeah, I do. So um, the uh, the show this weekend, um, LWF Honor and Glory, uh, is at the Army Reserve Centre in Shorley. Uh, as I said earlier, it is sold out for online tickets, but there are still some seats available at a first-come, first-served basis. So if you do want to come, please do. Uh, am I all right to run down the card? You got enough time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, So um, we have got um, a a bunch of great matches on this one. Obviously, it's main evented with the Lancashire Wrecking crew of um, myself, Davey Getzky, and Chris Stone uh, versus Nick Cutter, Reynaldo, and Bob Costin. Um, We have um, some qualifying matches for our um, six-man frenzy match for number one contendership Mm -hmm. at the next show. So we've got Lachlan Sharp versus John McKinney. Uh, We've got... Uh, which will be ace by the way Um, we've got Nathan Gunn versus uh, El Hijo de Gorgon uh, and we've got um, uh, we have Comrade Blaze versus Lex Vinnick Um, we have uh, Katie uh, Hawkins versus um, Kelly Van Ness uh, and we also have um, Harley Hudson coming up for the first time uh, to uh, to work with Mel Price
0: Um, they're against each other on. they're on a six man tag Six yeah. person tag against each other on Sunday. That was, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, well, we're, yeah. we're, we're looking
1: forward to having Harley up. I think that that's
0: Harley's a, great, really good, a really good, yeah. uh, a really good uh, addition to
1: our uh, to our roster. Um, yeah. well, and all we, the
0: all the all the girls in the audience just completely just fall in love with her as soon as she comes to So does yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I, yeah. I couldn't say she seems, she seems. I've never I've not yet met her uh, in person.
0: Oh, she's she's um, lovely.
1: So I'm, I'm looking forward to, she, she's actually going to come up to, uh, I believe she's going to come up to um, the LWF Academy as well and teach some fitness classes as well um, from October. So mm-hmm. I have a, a bit more to do with her at that point. She'll be really good. Um, now, um, the main event on this on this show is actually um, uh, the um, Mosh Pit Mayhem match, which is uh, anything goes match between Shining Wizard, uh, which are yes. Tony Rock, Big Ron, Uh, Clash and uh, Helena Razor against all four members of Synergy Mm. and to the best of my knowledge all four members of Synergy have not been in a match at the same time yet so that will be a first and also a first, Um, Helena will be the first woman um, to main event an LWF show as well, Um, so we're very excited about that, Um, so that will be a nice show, I very strongly recommend you coming down and remember tickets
0: are on the very verge of, of running out so if you do want to come, please do well, i will put links in the description below the interview. So everyone have really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. Okay, be happy to do it.